All right, all right, all right. Nice. You do it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, it's sounding worse. It's it's getting worse. Throw some ideas around. See if you know anyone else has like a theme they had in mind or something they've been thinking of. Or what about a Pixar themed shower? And I uh, I'll just snowball on top of that. Also Fight Club. Fight Club. Female Fight Club. We pull in. We grease up. Surprise! Female Fight Club. She's not going to forget that. Well, well, well. Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of Female Fight Club. Welcome back, I should say. Yes, welcome back. Uh, honestly, we have been riding such a high. We have been <sighs> overwhelmed. It's about a week into our into our podcasting life, <laughs> and I'm proud to say that we already have famous. Our, We're famous our now. Contracts from Disney, from Netflix, from Amazon <laughs> Prime. I gotta say, I'm already losing track of my roots. I'm quitting tomorrow. No, but it, it's honestly been extremely overwhelming. Everyone has been just so kind and supporting, and um, and and it's just been really, really pleasant. I know Abby and I were sending each other back and forth screenshots of every single piece of feedback we got (laughs) just completely validating our existences my love language is words of affirmation so um everyone's been so just really feeding that so so please keep it up and if anything is wrong if anything is slightly constructive i don't want to hear it please continue to validate me uh what are the things that we heard the most And something that we've been hearing a lot throughout our friendship is how similar mine and Abby's voice sounds. Yes, we've been confused um, for one another. And for some reason, people think we not only sound alike, but look alike too. And if you have seen us in person, you might be raising your eyebrows at this because we don't (laughs) look alike. We are actually completely different races. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the on the on the note of the voice thing, I, I told Abby that she'd have to adopt a somewhat of an Irish accent for the sake of the listeners, just to just to tell us apart. So, aye, aye. aye. <laughs> Speaking of Ireland and my Irish roots, oh Jasmine my and I, God. in in starting this in starting this podcast and having the incredible um, wave of support that we've gotten from everyone, what also comes is a whole page of analytics that you get. And boy, are they scary. Oh boy. Abby sends me a text, you guys. (laughs) She's like, Jasmine, we have broken through international waters. We have a listener from Ireland. I was like, we've made it. I'm thinking, wow, this is a tremendous amount of success for our first episode. And then, oh wait, that would be... (laughs) Our, our great, great pals who are actually living there right now that we know <laughs> personally. So shout out to the, our Irish clan. So yeah, we were shot back down to zero. Uh, it was a humbling moment. And frankly, I'm thinking that we're in for a lot of them. So in addition to our metrics, honestly, we had a lot of feedback that made us laugh. There were a lot of people telling us about their friends rising in secondary signs that we're calling now, you know, the Mm -hmm. the theory. And shout out to the one random fan who we have not met (laughs) who messaged us and told us that him and his wife happened to be Chandler and Monica. Oh, I was like, good for you. Right? That's amazing. You know that marriage is going to last. Yeah, absolutely. It will. 
we got a lot of feedback as well on your bunker picks. So why don't we go through some of the bunker picks that stood mm-hmm. out to us? We asked you guys, you all delivered as I'm sure you'll continue to do. So some of the bunker picks that we did get were really interesting. I agree with most of them, I would say <laughs> some, some a little less, um, but one <laughs> of them that someone was very adamant on was Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye, the, the science, science guy. guy. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that alone, I mean, that speaks for itself, really. Etched into the brain. Etched in forever. Um, of all youth, regardless of how terrible you were at science. I was awful <laughs> at science and I can still appreciate a good Bill Nye, the science guy segment. It's funny. I actually really did like science. I just, chemistry was not my thing. No, that's fair. Physics was not mine. Um, what are some other ones? We got Bokey. From Grey's Anatomy. And I so back that. I so, so back that. And for those of you who don't know Boki, Boki is the sweet, she's the sweetest scrub nurse. nurse. She's a scrub nurse from Grey's. She's made many um, life-saving operative moves. When someone needs that scalpel, Boki she's is there. there for you. She's there. And so we must protect Boki at all costs. Mm-hmm. Who else did we have? We had our, oh gosh, Canadian classics like Celine Dion and Mr. Justin Bieber. I back that. I back yeah. that. Yeah. Um, we also got Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Nice. Um, I also forgot to tell you this one. We got Gerard Butler because he's hot and funny, someone said. He's hot and funny and versatile because he's also got a great voice because he plays the Phantom in the Phantom of the Opera. Fun fact for the audience, um, (laughs) Abby's mom is such a big Phantom of the Opera fan that Abby's middle name is actually Christine (laughs) after the one and only Christine Daae. (laughs) And hot tidbit, my my sister's middle name is Eponine from Amos. What? I don't think I knew that. (laughs) It's Eponine, but uh, my my mom and my dad decided to... (laughs) To also give her my my great my great grandmother's name, Jean. So her middle name is Eponine Jean. <laughs> that sounds like a children's novel. Eponine mm. Jean. Amelia Bedelia. Eponine Jean. They were probably cousins. Yeah. Another final bunker pick that I think is just goes perfect. Because Jasmine, I hope you tell this story after. <laughs> okay, I will. Mr. Harrison Ford got called out in the bunker. Our friend wrote Harrison Ford, you know why. And now listeners, you will know why. So a few of us were at Abby's cottage um, <laughs> one night in the summer. And as one does, we watched, what movie did we watch that night? Oh, What's was it, it Obsessed? Oh, obsessed. Yes, it was Beyonce's yeah. best role. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we're watching this movie and then we decide to switch to YouTube and look up some heartthrob compilations. Now we're talking Harry Styles. Just what girls do. We're talking Timothy Chalamet. We're talking Michael B. Jordan. People put edits together of yeah, them. Super fans putting like slow music, the best scenes and everything in slow motion. Just... Everybody knows what a compilation is. You're saying, oh, let's put a compilation of X person on and that person knows exactly what to put on. Oh, not our friend Meg. What's a compilation? She asks. We look to her in horror. What do you mean? What's what? a compilation? What did you do with all your time in middle school when you were learning about YouTube? There is a, comp- she, oh, this is yeah. what we said. We said compilations are so universal that you could name any single mm-hmm. human being and there will be a compilation. No, sorry, it was also any human being 
that oh yeah and then we're like meg like come on pick someone who's who's like someone that you find really attractive and you want to see a compilation of and she was uh uh i don't know uh harrison ford (laughs) they're like okay i mean okay question for the culture is present day harrison ford attractive now i'm not gonna say i don't respect the guy but present day harrison ford to me personally is not attractive and this compilation this compilation (laughs) blended together his of course his prime days his indiana jones days his han solo days his blade runner but spliced together they also put in blade runner 2049 (laughs) and that was the ultimate the ultimate fault of this compilation because it was like such a <laughs> such a culture shock after seeing Michael B. Jordan and then an elderly Harrison Ford wearing a dog costume on Jimmy <laughs> Fallon placed <laughs> together with like a sexual theme. <laughs> we look over to Meg. Meg, is this doing anything for you? She's having the time of her life. She literally just never felt better. I'm just going to segue. Speaking of our um, our middle school tendencies, mm-hmm. uh, Abby and I decided to do another fun little thing for our listeners this episode and yes. do, a little, do a little dramatic reading from our 2006 diaries. So now these diaries that we uh, pulled together, I have not seen Jasmine's and Jasmine has not seen mine. We have not read each other passages ever before. And we'll do the honors of explaining what our diary of choice was, because I think this was a, a point of passage in every young girl, maybe maybe young boy's life where you would take your diary entries very seriously. It would be a recap of your incredible life. <laughs> Going into the innermost depths of your soul, your opinions, and your dreams. Just like who you were crushing on that day and who was absolutely dead to you the next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so should I go first or would you like to go first? I want you to go first. Okay, fine. Can you explain what we're dealing with and set the scene a bit? Like, is is this a um, a paperback or... It's a hardcover diary. (laughs) On the cover, it says reflect. So And that you did. And so I would, instead of addressing my diary, dear diary, I would say, dear reflect. No way. (laughs) (laughs) So this passage reads, you've always known who your audience was. Dear reflect. (laughs) Wow. Feeling extra adolescent right now. Just read a popular teen series called Gossip Girl. You know, I could really relate to it. Oh, you know, except for the longing to have sex with my boyfriend who already did it with my ex-best friend forever. It was really (laughs) addicting, though. I finished it from Friday to Sunday all the way through Monday. Another series I want to look at next is called (laughs) The Click and maybe after The It Girl. (laughs) I read The Click. Who remembers these books? I need to know how you felt when you turned those pages. I felt scandalized. I was like, oh my God, I should not be reading this. This is above my, clearly Mm. my age and what's appropriate for (laughs) an 11 year old to be reading. Good Lord. My sister read all of those. I remember it was, it was the cover of the girls that you wouldn't see their eyes. Yeah, exactly. It was like cut off. People still make Gossip Girl jokes today when like your eyes are cut off in a picture. XOXO, Kristen Bell. (laughs) That was great. I really can I send you can 
I give you one more just in case I, I, you find this one just, funnier? No, I was about to ask for more because my gut reaction to hearing that is it answers my question. Yes, you were always extremely <laughs> detailed and always, always knew you were going to be a writer. Jesus. I have another one that speaks to some of my social isolation as I was growing up because I was simply always grounded as a kid. Because <laughs> you're reading such scandalous books. Dear Reflect. <laughs> Nothing happened today because my mom and dad didn't let me do anything, go anywhere or see anyone. It was so boring. Nothing happened because I did nothing. I was stuck practicing my piano and reading my book. Of course, I squeezed a little bit of MSN in there, but it was barely (laughs) enough. (laughs) Oh, well, better luck next weekend. (laughs) Oh my God. I I did nothing, but don't you worry, Reflect. I squeezed in some. Why did I think that this was a worthy thing to write down that I would then read on my podcast about 15 years later? Oh, well, better luck next weekend. I'll get him next time, Tiger. Okay, Abby, I want to hear from you now because I mean, I know that here's a little um, unfortunate anecdote Anecdote for the audience. I've been burned before. Um, I was an avid writer as a kid. I had so many journals. I I journaled all the time. Um, but unfortunately, I was victim to an unfortunate cottage fire that happened, which ended up engulfing most of my old belongings. Everyone was safe, thank God. Cat got singed, but now he's just Walter <laughs> the Unburnt. Um, he only now has eight lives. Um, so I don't have any of my, my, my much better diaries that I wish I could have shared with you all today. Um, I do have one diary left and I'm, I'm sad to say that it's not the best material, but it's still, it's one of those books. I feel like that I, I just always had. And so it's not, it's not like a specific part of my life, but it's probably one I went back to occasionally here and there. Content is content. I'm content is content. So the diary that I'm going to be reading for you, when I first opened the book, this is what it reads. If you find this book, plus give it back. Please call at my home number. The name is Abby and my last name. And what I've done underneath, it looks like, is drawn a self-portrait as a stick person. If you see me on the streets, this is what I look like. Please return (laughs) this this diary to that person. Mm -hmm. So if you find this book, please give it back. Oh, whoops, here it is. Turn the next page. Abby's book. Please call. (laughs) My home address. Oh, there, my mom's pager number. There it is. Please page my mother at the hospital. (laughs) This is what I look like. (laughs) And then finally, this book is special. Um, Okay, so the first two pages here are, I guess, uh, it's a short story called Cats by Abby. I love cats. I have cats. They are cute. I have two cats. Their names are Lindsay and Timothy. (laughs) Lindsay is my cat. Timothy is my sister's cat. We bought the cats in July. I play with the cats all the time. (laughs) They sit right beside me when I watch TV or movies. They are older now and very big. I mean big. (laughs) And that's the journal entry. (laughs) Timothy and Lindsay. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Oh, I, so Abby <laughs> wrote the the play cats. Mm-hmm. Andrew Lloyd Webber really got got it from my journal. 
How old journal. were you, do you think, when you... The, okay, the writing in this is real bad. And vile. It, so I I want to say, I want to say like almost grade two, I want I almost. Like like there's capitals for... Most of this is all in caps. That's incredible. This is the last thing I'll read because the rest of it is just... Is just um, it's too personal, like you saw from the cats. <laughs> Here it goes. Dear Derry, I have a major crush on Luke and I try to get his action attention, but he just says, ha 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 and falls flat on the floor and says, ha 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 ha. And it looks like I continue just writing ha 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 on the page and forgot. Luke, why you no love me? You know, ah, what we could have been Luke. I know. Did anything ever happen transpire with Sir Luke? No, nothing. Not even an MSN. Nothing. <laughs> Okay, so now let's um, let's transition into our final segment that we decided to do today. Many of you may have seen some of the heinous songs that millennials who claim to represent the entire generation are playing, defending them, defending us against Mm -hmm. the wrath of Gen Z. Needless to say, some people are taking this better than others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just a smidge of tension between Gen Z and us millennials here. Yeah. And so usually it's, it's, it's kind of knocking on millennial style and millennial taste and millennial um, habits, I would say. And mm-hmm. particularly millennial humor is, yeah. is being um, dragged a lot by Gen Z. Absolutely. Um, some examples include wanting to ban or cancel the words uh, or phrases and sayings like, I did a thing, um, adulting. What yes. else is the wine there? o'clock? Wine o'clock, which somewhere. I thought was a Karen thing, but now apparently it's a millennial thing. Don't put that on us. <laughs> Who put that on us? And also, like this weird cursive font and mm. other kinds of style choices. Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans is a big offender to yeah. a lot of Gen Z. And middle also, parts. The side part is is no longer. So if you mm-hmm. have a side part, just know there's a high schooler that You're hates dead. you out there. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think um, I think a lot of us are kind of taking this with a grain of salt, and others are not. I want to play. Um, I want to play this one woman who is absolutely not helping our case, and I would like a bone to pick with her. Um, I'm gonna play her song that she has okay. addressed her song. to Jen Zed. And I'm proud to be a millennial with my side part and skinny jeans. Oh my and god! I won't be told. What to wear or how to use emojis? Would you kindly shut what? the fuck up? Ain't nobody asked you for your opinion anyway. Oh, here's no. a message from millennials to Gen Z. Stay in your motherfucking lane. What? The clapping is the clapping. so funny. Like that is like the sign of someone who is so <gasps> so freaking mad. That song. Makes me not proud to be a millennial. <laughs> no, it does. It does not. Is that supposed to be like a millennial anthem? I guess so. It's like she's meant she's talking for the whole generation here. <laughs> and I got it's not painting us in the best light. And we don't claim her. Well, I don't want to be associated with that. I don't want to be part of that. And frankly, I'm humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> frankly, I'm humiliated. <laughs> 
I, I never found that it was millennial versus Gen Z. And I know in my personal opinion, I've always kind of found it to be elder millennial versus younger millennial. I'm but sure mainly... they love being called an elder millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Eliza Schlesinger is such a funny comedian and she has this whole whole bit about the elder millennials. <laughs> it's like, true. Don't you, don't you find that elder millennials hate younger millennials and of course, Gen Z and then some? I think so. Yeah, I agree. I think it seems to be people who are like pushing 30 or above 30 who are the ones who are maybe having a bit of a moment where they're like, oh my God, I'm not young anymore. And I have to hashtag adult. Yeah. (laughs) Millennials are interesting too, because they are hated by so like every generation. Like boomers hate millennials. Gen X hates millennials. Everyone is like, oh my God, you stupid millennials with your iPads and your whatever. Yeah. But is it us or is like, I don't know. Why are you so obsessed with me? Is my question. And I have to quote Mariah Carey here. Um, We're kind of cussed (laughs) technically, aren't we? Like if we're born in 95 and 94, like we kind of see I think 95, I think you are the final year. Well, actually, I I think there is a name for people who find themselves in that weird middle ground space. I think it's called Mm. the Zillennial. Have you heard of this? Zillennial. I love that. It's like, yeah, it's the middle space between millennial and Gen Z. You're not, you're not a, you're not a girl, not yet a woman. (laughs) Free Britney. Free Britney. Um, According to Urban Dictionary, Zillennials are the last years of millennials and the first years of generation Z with mixed traits of both generations. So it's a micro generation whose cutoff dates are, I guess, agreed to be between 1993 and Mm -hmm. 1998. So you do make the cutoff, Abigail. Ah, huzzah, huzzah. Okay, that's it. very interesting. Because, and I guess that speaks exactly to what we were saying where we don't, we don't really feel like we totally belong in one of those categories. I love this. We're over here. We're just trying to bridge the gap between these two extremely divided people. We should be uniting against the common enemy, which is Boomer. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you guys, that's a wrap. Um, Again, our cover art is by the incredible and beautiful Haley Ewins. Our music is by The Sound of Kalama. And our tech producer is our dear friend, Armand. And if you have hilarious diary entries, we want to read them on this please. podcast. So please send them in on DM. If you know us personally, send it to us as a text. Absolutely. Uh, we, I'm really desperate to hear yes. if you've got I, I'm, I'm quite excited. I, I think this is going to be a good one because everyone has a story. And even if you want to send it in anonymously, I've been told that I'm, I have a knack for accents. I could put <laughs> one on. You we'll tell do it me. in any any which way, any dramatic way we want. We do have those um, those voiceover acting mm-hmm. contracts coming mm-hmm. our and way. These so. mics are really good. Well, I guess there's only one thing to say. One thing. I guess there's only one thing left to say. Have you ever had a dream that <laughs> and you <laughs> that you could, you would, you? Well, Abigail, I wish you a good day. I wish you a good day. We greet her. Surprise! Female Fight Club. She's not going to forget that. <laughs>